like Notes of the Hourglass, these are the songs of our lives. Welcome to the latest episode of Songs of Our Lives. I'm Brad Rose. I am a musician, a composer, a writer, the founder of Foxy Digitalis, and somebody who thinks about sound and music far more than is healthy. Each week, I invite on a guest to talk about their favorite songs, the songs that have made them, the songs that have been with them along the way, something like that. And uh, we generally just end up having a really good time. This week, I am really excited to have Lee Buford from The Body. So this is kind of part two of this two-parter with Disfig and The Body to uh, celebrate their incredible new album that is out on this Friday, uh, Orchards of a Feudal Heaven. This this was a fun episode to do. We had a ton of technical difficulties, scheduling difficult. It was, it was a lot to get done, but it was so worth it in the end. One of the things that I just, <laughs> like... I just took away from this is how much Lee just loves music, like all music and, and just is into like the things he's into. He's like really into. And um, yeah, it was just, it was so much fun. And I, I think getting to like talk to him and then talking to Felicia last week, it kind of puts the record like in another, not in another context, but it just adds another layer to it. And I think hearing them talk about kind of, you know, their journey and all of that makes it makes it or enhances the listening experience. Let's say that at least for me, maybe that's just me. I don't know. I, that wouldn't be the first time. Um, so anyway, yes, it is out on Friday via thrill jockey. Uh, Lee and I recorded this late last year on zoom. Like I said, we had all sorts of issues, but we got there in the end and that's what's important, you know, persevered. So um, anyway, hope you all enjoy it. My guest today is a musician, a drummer, a t-shirt bootlegger, <laughs> uh, half of the body, one third of disfig in the body. <laughs> it is Lee Buford. How's it going, Lee? Doing good. How you doing? Doing all right. It is a unseasonably or maybe now seasonably warm day uh, here. So, you know, <laughs> Pro- probably, here. probably here. the new normal in some ways. Oh, yeah. So, um, obviously the, when this airs, it'll be a week or so. I think it's the week. I think I have a plan for the week of the release of Orchards of a Futile Heaven, which is a collaboration that you all, the body did with Disfig Felicia Chen. I'm the place obviously to start. It's like, how, how'd you first meet Felicia? How were you first aware of her stuff? And, um, yeah. Uh, we well, we didn't technically meet in person for a long time because <laughs> you know she's over in, in Germany and I don't fly. Um, but I, my friend Zach, who does uh, MSC with his brother, and he does a project called Manslaughter Seven 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 with me. He 
was like, oh, you have to check out this thing. You're gonna love it. And I I did love it. Um <laughs> and then she mentioned us in like an interview or something one time. Um, and I was like, oh that's awesome. So I yeah. Because a lot of times uh unless it's like a metal in the metal world, I don't assume that people know about us or sure. anything. Um <laughs> and even then I'm you know doubtful that people know. Uh, I know the feeling. So I was like yeah, so I was like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, so I reached out to her and I was like, hey, if you ever like, want to do anything. Or, and that kind of like set it in motion. Um, and yeah, from there, it's like, it's been slow, but it's like, it's a, it's tough because like we record in Rhode Island and we're out in Portland. I don't fly. So it's like, we got to drive oh, out there and like plan for that. And then Felicia is also like, she does a lot like on her own right. like i mean now she's like touring in like asia and stuff right. um, so yeah it took it took a while for us to like and it didn't take us that long like when we're actually like working on it and uh, but it did take a long time to like for us to get out there send stuff to her and then you know uh but i'm really glad the way it turned out yeah yeah one of the things like her and i talked about i was saying that you know i mean i feel like like I, there's certain sounds or whatever, like I think of when I think of the body and there's stuff I think of when I think of this fig and like y'all did this like really amazing job of those elements are there, but it sounds like something else. Um, and so I'm just curious, like, did you have any sort of specific approach or was it just like, here's some stuff. Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, I mean, kind of, but it's also like, I knew that she would, vocally would like yeah i think it's definitely a strong suit of like you know so i was like oh let's i mean i didn't really talk about it with her but you know between like me and chip and seth who recorded our end uh there was definitely like okay let's let's try to cater <laughs> to that aspect yeah. of it um so that like definitely came into play and it was more just like just seeing what she would send us and then like we kind of kept it pretty loose for the stuff we sent her which i feel like is the best way to like do collab stuff when you're not like in the same room right just because i feel like it lets people like do what they're good at instead of like right <laughs> kind of forcing them to like do something that maybe they don't want to do um so yeah luckily it it turned out like there was never like a uh yeah, there wasn't any like friction with any like musical stuff or mm-hmm. anything, so it it ended up being pretty pretty easy. Like that aspect of it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was saying to her, I was like, I was like, did you have you always dreamt of being like one of the most badass like front women in a metal band? Because oh, yeah, she pulls it off. <laughs> I know we're gonna try to do some touring together, and I'm excited to see like because I've never really been in a band with like a front person like that, right? <laughs> So I was like, oh, this will be uh be fun to do live. Yeah, and so and you guys have met since, right? Like Yeah, definitely. Uh she came out here and uh played a show in Portland. And she like played a show one night and then DJ'd another night. So she was in town for a couple of days. So we got to hang out and then Chip has hung out with her in Germany. See. Mm-hmm goes over there right so yeah we, there's been like some interaction since then 
human interactions. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't wait to hear how it translates live and kind of takes on another life of its own or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think it should be fun. Uh, any oh, and I also any particular story behind the name because the name is so good. <laughs> that was all Felicia. Yeah, uh, we I uh, uh, she was like, "What do you think about this stuff?" And I sent her some stuff, and, and she sent back some stuff. But it was yeah, she had, it was like one of those things where like she sent over, and I was like, "Oh, these are all good. We yeah. Should <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that makes sense. Well, I. Yeah. I love the record. So I, when I, and I don't know if you've seen this, I asked her if she saw it. She said some, a friend of her sent it, but there was some like random person on Twitter years ago said something. There was like some tweet of this fig in the body need to make a record together. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She, yeah. She posted that. I saw it's pretty good. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, there we go. Um, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I'm stoked about it and hopefully I don't know when you guys tour, it'll be somewhere near ish here. Nobody comes to Oklahoma. I understand why, but, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you... me and Chip, me, me and Chip, uh, grew up in Little Rock. So, Oh, that's true. Yeah. This is like yeah. not far from. Yeah. Well, one of these yeah. days there's yeah. One of these know. days. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, growing up in Little Rock, that's a good segue sort of here. Uh, let's, let's get into the, the meat of this. Um, All right. And so first question, of course. So growing up in Little Rock. <laughs> yeah. What what's the first song you remember? Um oh yeah, we, uh I think I was saying it was either a when I was like very young, I had a tape player with a Beach Boys like compilation tape <laughs> and a doors tape. Which I can't oh, right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Doors at all. I guess when I was like a child, I liked it. Um, I still love the Beach Boys, um, but it was like a not not my era of Beach Boys, but it was still I listened right. to it all the time. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I one of my, my earliest memories are listening to records with my dad, and it was either Beach Boys records, and it was like the Surfing USA Beach Boys records. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or Dylan records were the other ones that he always had. Um, yeah, my dad. Yeah, same one. It's funny that you mentioned the door, like I because he had a Doors record, and I remember my sister and I listening to it and listening to the end, and it being and we were like, yeah. we were like six or something, and the part yeah. where you know it's like I want to fuck. We were just like, oh yeah. my god, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I mean yeah. that is a wild song still, but yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Same way my dad listened to. Uh, Paul Simon's Graceland was a big one, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> which great record. Yeah. Uh, and Meatloaf Man in Hell was the other one that my oh, dad man. listened to, which is also a great <laughs> <Yeah>. record. <laughs> so did did your dad? Because my dad didn't have like Pet Sounds or any. It was like or any of like later. I feel like it was just all. Only thing I remember is like Surfing USA and like Barbara Ann and all those songs. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I grew up with my mom. My dad would like have us for like a holiday every once in a while so uh, a lot of the time hearing stuff was like him driving because uh, he lived on a farm like <laughs> driving out to the farm so it was like i guess we're gonna listen to that four times <laughs> on this trip um 
but my mom was like one of those people that does not really listen to music. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> I mean, she, she listened to like normal, like mom music, like Elton John, like right. later years, Elton John and stuff. And like Billy Joel, like later Billy Joel, but it's like, <laughs> I think she could like take it or leave it. You know, I don't think she has any actual preference to it. <laughs> so, so she doesn't spend a lot of time listening to the body, I guess. <laughs> no, she's, so, Every once in a while, she'll like be like, "Okay, I guess I'll come to the show." Like when we play Little Rock, I'm like, "Mom, <laughs> I do not care if you come to yeah. the show. Like, I, I'm not going to be offended one bit. <laughs> I would prefer if you didn't come." Right? Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. Um, that's great. Well, okay. So, do you do you are you a are you a big crier? <laughs> uh, I I don't. I don't think so. When I was when I was a kid, I really was. Yeah. I think I, the world just hardened me somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as a child, I would like get really emotional about things. Um, but yeah. yeah, I yeah, I have a ten-year-old daughter, so I see that all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> but well, what what's a song that either either a song that makes you cry or makes you kind of feel like feel that feeling of you know wanting to cry. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like, there's definitely times when I listen to God Only Knows that I'm like, this is insane. This yeah. is insane. Um, uh, yeah, there's like, Jason Molina stuff sometimes is, well, <laughs> oh my gosh. well, really do it to you. Uh, yeah, there's a, um, I don't really know, like, what... Yeah, it's tough to say like what will get me going nowadays. Right. I mean, it's all it's also like it's contextual so much, you know. Like there's times that I'll hear a song a million times in my life, and then I'll be driving uh, home one day or something and be like, "Damn, this song is hitting way different." Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. God, no. I've I was I, I've been working on like my year end article for Fox Digitalis, and I kind of modeled all the categories after these questions and was listening to this record and it was mostly like field recordings and chimes. And I've yeah. listened to it a dozen times this year. And then I don't know, last week I just kind of, it like broke me. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's yeah. going on? <laughs> you do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the yeah great thing about music. You know, it's like, you never know when, <laughs> when it's going to hit. Yeah. But I, I mean, I will say like Jason Molina stuff, especially now, I mean like so much of it, like it hit it hit hard when it came out but then yeah like the added gravity of him not being here anymore it's just there's i think you i think um get out was on your it was yeah um, yeah and that one is just like <laughs> i know that is like it it yeah it's also like i yeah i mean contextually it's like so insane when you think about like Oh, and when you hear like whenever someone like has like a personal story of like, well, one time I hung out with him and this happened, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, this is like there's like no faking any of this stuff. This right. is like <laughs> full on. Right. And you know, same same with Beach Boys, you know, like yeah. if Brian Wilson wasn't such like an absolute like freak, I wouldn't like like it as much as I do. But it's exactly. like Jesus Christ. There is this guy is one hundred percent serious about this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's yeah. 
Uh, well, on the other side, what's a song that'll always put you in a better mood? <clears throat> Damn, I can't remember what I said for this one. I wonder if I can find my my answers to the to the <laughs> question still. Yeah, most people usually have to. I I couldn't remember. I have to, I make notes here because I can't. Remember. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> I know I sent them uh, over to. Uh, okay, yeah, I did have just. Oh yeah, better moon. Yeah, I put Barrington Levy here. I come, which is. Oh yeah, impossible to hear that song without being happy. Yeah, there was uh, in a recent episode of this we were talking about. It wasn't about Barrington Levy, but it was about um, I can't remember what it was about. But it was talking about like how there's just something so magical about like the combination of a relentless rhythm and like a sweet melody, and yeah, this whole God, this whole album is just one after the other. Just <laughs> yeah, like yeah, anytime that song "Here I Come" comes on, it's like yeah, it's insane. It just Ever, not it's a very simple song, but it is so catchy. It also pumps you up so much. It's insane. I know it's kind of like it's it. Yeah, it is. It's relent. Like it's just it goes a hundred miles an hour from the first second, and it's like and and yeah, and and he's just so on, and it just oh my god. I know, and yeah, there's yeah, there's like times when I'll be like, all right, I gotta what what am I gonna listen to? And I'm like listen to like heavier stuff or like harder <laughs> stuff, and I'm like. That thing can really compete with this, which is <laughs> I insane. I know. Yeah. God. Uh, he's so great. And I think it, I think that's like the opening track on the record, too. And it's it's like, I man, think so, yeah. coming out of the gate, I know. firing. God. I know. Total psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, where do you go from there? I mean, the whole record is like full of bangers, but geez. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I can't argue with that. I love, love that song. Um, all right. Well, w- what is objectively, Lee? Objectively, the the best song of all time. <laughs> I mean, I think I am not alone in saying God only knows. Like that's got to yeah. pe- people have to pick that all the time, right? So nobody's actually picked it yet, which is shocking. It's like because you know this is one of those questions that's really easy to overthink and start. Like, yeah, because it. Yeah, I mean, God only knows is. I mean, it's perfect. It's a perfect song. Perfect song. Yeah, I'm curious, like, what other people would pick. That is, um, yeah, there's not, I could listen to that song a million times and still be like, this is insane that this got made. I know, that, and that's, I always think about that, like, with because that's a song that we've all heard, like, a million times, because it's, like, ubiquitous. Yeah. It's everywhere, but it's, like, yeah. part of the culture of the world or whatever, but anytime I hear it, it doesn't it's like it's still every time it's just like fuck <laughs> i know and it's like such an insane i mean an insane song like everything going against him <laughs> right <laughs> literally like no support whatsoever and being like this is what i came up with <laughs> like yeah. that is i can't even imagine like how the like yeah the, the headspace should be in a write that song and B, stick by it in fucking whatever, 1966 yeah. or whatever. Well, you know, like. Yeah, I but, mean, that's the, that's the other thing, too. It's like, yeah, the song is, I mean, I'm doing that, 60 years old, practically, at this point. Yeah. And it, it still, it sounds as contemporary as it did the day. 
Like it's I know. I know like yeah, when you listen to like the acapella versions too. Oh god. It's psychotic. It's like insane, <laughs> like how yeah, it's a, yeah, it's like mind mind boggling how good it is. Yeah. I'm I don't know that anybody could argue that as being objectively that song. And and as I put in the notes, it's like if some alien came to Earth and you're like, here's the height of Sonic, it's like, yeah, like what's anybody gonna say about it other than holy shit? <laughs> yeah. I mean hundred percent. Like, yeah. So uh, good. So good. Oh man. Yeah, that was the fun thing too is like I go through and listen to all the stuff for so I can prepare it. And it's like I think I just put this on a loop for half an hour or something because it's like I just, I hadn't heard it in yeah. a minute, and it's like, okay, I just want to be in this world for a minute because it's, mm. oh, it's amazing. Yeah, so good. Um, all right. On a different tack, what's the song that you used to love, but now not so much? Uh, I put. I mean, any of like, I put Nutrimental Cocktail like any song because great songs, great songwriter. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not debating that one bit. But when in there, when the uh, in there, Phantom of the Sea came out, it was relentless. People just playing it oh everywhere, and I got so sick of it. Like, because I started off being like, "Oh, I love this record." I was, right. I was playing it like a ton, <laughs> and then I was like, "Because I was a big like merge freak. I loved Super Chunk mm-hmm. like a ton." Yes. So I was like, "Okay, yeah, this new band. I love them too. This is great." And then it kind of. It's like with anything like that, it kind of catches on with like more normal people as it like kind of goes. And by the end of like it being like in like the zeitgeist of the, I was just like, oh my God, I've heard this fucking a million times. I fucking hate this record. <laughs> I always wonder too if it would have been different if he made more records. Like if I would have got less sick of it because I mean, yeah, I mean, 100%. Yeah. And, and I always, I don't know. I always, I'd, yeah, I always wonder about just this. I can't even imagine you making a because it is like I feel like objectively it's a great record, but I too, it's, yeah, I it's I, I can't listen to it. <laughs> um, yeah, and I mean, honestly, like I hold him in high regard because it isn't saying that like <laughs> at the height of it, he was just like, no, I'm good. I know. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll see you guys later. That is. I have to respect that. Like, I know. I'm sure he got insane offers and we're just like, nah. <laughs> I know. I always think about, I was, we, I was talking about this in another episode. We're talking about Lauren Hill and how, you know, Lauren Hill made one, and she's still making a living off of that record. Just like, he's still oh, making, you know, and, yeah. I, and you wonder too, I always like what it's like, do they have like a million songs sitting on tapes? Like, <laughs> I, I'm sure they do, honestly. Yeah. I'm sure there's a ton. Because, I mean, they all recorded all themselves. Like, it's right. gotta be. <laughs> it's probably like a, yeah. But I also wonder if, like, Merge wouldn't have, like, mined everything they could by this point. Right. Because <laughs> well, it's like, why or why not, you know? Yeah. But who knows? He could just be, like, very selective about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that is. I don't know that we'll ever know the story, but I really wonder what the story is. <laughs> I know. I watched the the like Elephant Six documentary a couple weeks ago, and he's not in it at all. Like, yeah, <laughs> everyone gets interviewed. He's just like, nah, good. Which is also crazy. <laughs> I, like, I know. Like, I respect. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, no, I think that's a really interesting. I think that's a really. I like that answer because I think it's a really. I think it's a really interesting thing to think about, and like, 
I it's like I objectively like this, but I have no desire to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Um well kind of on a like at a 45 degree angle from that, what's a song that most people, some group people hate, but you absolutely love it. Uh I I have uh well, there's a lot of Florida and Georgia Life songs that <laughs> I really love. Uh I think this is how we roll. Um <laughs> Just because, I mean, me and Chip are the same way, where you tour so much and, like, listen to, like, so much, like, heavy bands. And, like, for a while, it was, like, a lot of, like, noise bands because people mm-hmm. were, like, oh, these guys, like, lived in Providence. We're going to, like, book a like, noise band. And no offense, but, like, Providence was, like, the pinnacle. Like, Providence and <laughs> Michigan, like, pinnacle of, like, noise right. stuff. <laughs> a lot of other people kind of subpar, as you know. So, like. <laughs> We saw a lot of stuff that we were like, oh my God, this is like fucking horrific. So we would get in the van and just only listen to pop music. Like, yeah. Only listen to pop music. And it's still like that. But yeah, Florida Georgia Line is like the perfect distillation of just like only like it's like computer made to like be catchy. Like it's like the most like vapid music, but it, it, it rocks for that reason. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was talking about who is what was I talking about? It was like, um, God, what the hell is the band Mumford and Sons? I was talking about this with somebody. Yeah. How it's like, it's like the you know, like in fast food, how they they chemically alter it to make you addicted to it. Like this kind of stuff is like the fast food of music, <laughs> and and it works. Yeah. Like it works. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's science. <laughs> yeah, I've also I don't know if this is true, but someone said that they broke up because. One guy was like a big Trump guy. The other guy was like, nah. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be interesting. Which wow. if that's true, that's even more insane. Like, I know. Yeah, we broke up. Uh, politically, we weren't the same. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and our band is called Florida Georgia Line, which just adds yeah. another layer to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, I, I don't know. I think it's also like, like, yeah, it feels very, it was, yeah, made on, in like a, corporate boardroom or something but it also is like it, there's also something really weird about it to me because it's like there's it like is. this vague like hip-hop thing like trying oh, to go yeah. on with the it's country so like, weird. <laughs> it's so strange yeah it's so weird to like <clears throat> try to find the parallel between like new country and hip-hop <laughs> right it's like only like some crazy like boomer could try to think of this like <laughs> No, no normal person would be like, I bet this would be cool. Right. <laughs> and yeah, no, I think that's, I, I don't, I think, I know I've heard the song. I don't remember. It's not one I seek out, but I know the feeling of, yeah, like being, I mean, even, and, you know, I run this website that mostly is right about experimental music and stuff, but I'm in the car and stuff. I mean, A, I have a 10 year old. So if I'm in the car yeah. with her, we're listening to Taylor Swift, but like, yeah. I, I don't want to listen to that all the time. <laughs> like not, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of awesome noise band stuff, but like the Michigan, it's like, they're not all wolf eyes. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to like, yeah, like middle of nowhere, like Indiana. And you're like, Oh, Oh, you, okay. You're like, you have a distortion pedal and you're screaming at me. I don't, I'm cool. I'm good. I don't need to see this. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I know this <laughs> very, very well. Hitting a little yeah. close to home. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Well, what what 
is the most romantic song. I think I saw on Instagram, didn't you got engaged recently? Am I, did I make that up? I did get engaged recently. Um, I it was last year around this time. Okay. Um, yeah, I picked, I mean, this is also tough because I love a love song. Yeah. I picked In Your Eyes, Peter Gabriel, which is a classic. Yeah, I mean, it's like um, sort of an all-timer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, but also lyrically, if you even take the music away, lyrically, it is so sick. Mm-hmm. Like the, because it, like the thousand churches line, it's like, that's an insane lyric. It's such like, an insane. That's insane. <laughs> and it puts you like in a place that is like very specific, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. very hard to do in a, you know, a pop song A and then also a love song um, to make it like kind of specific, but also very universal. Um so yeah, that was my pick because I think you know, it's like I I can't imagine like sometimes me and my girlfriend we drive and you know like a song will come on. This is like a perfect example. I'll be like, imagine if someone wrote this. It was like, hey, I wrote you a song. Right. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> like if this is the song, someone's like, hey, you know what? I was inspired. I wrote you this song. That's ins- like insane to think about. I know. Like yeah, what God? And then imagine you know then. It doesn't work out like that. It's like, God damn, you wrote this. <laughs> and now I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so nobody has picked this song before. Really? And that again, blows my mind. I figured there wow. like, at some point, this like a song like this or God only knows would be so I'd tell, have to tell people like, okay, you can't pick this because everybody keeps picking it, but they haven't come yeah. up. Yeah. Um, wow. What, what gets picked the most? Is there one that's like more than one person's pick? Mm, I don't think I, I have a terrible memory. I like yeah. certain bands and like artists have come up a lot. Like talk, talk comes up a lot and Joanna Newsom yeah. keeps coming up. Um, Interesting. But, and beach boys have come up, but never God only knows. And um, I think I want to say Peter Gabriel maybe came up. I don't know. Um, but yeah, not the, it, I, yeah, it shocks me. Cause like, this is to me is like, well, yeah, it's like, like, one of the all-time great romantic songs. I mean, it's hey, it's like it's just a great song. Like it's such a yeah. good song. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the lyrics are. I don't know, man. Peter Gabriel rules. So. Yeah, I mean, he also <laughs> is like he rocks. Like same thing. It's like the creator to be like, oh, I'm gonna make this weird music in Genesis, and then I'm gonna make even weirder solo music. But then I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make so, which is like an insane record. Like probably one of the best records ever made like sonically musically like everything about it is like perfect yeah it's like it's crazy to be like yeah check out this pop song (laughs) yeah (laughs) i yeah i love that so well um when you guys get married you should play complete at your wedding if you have a wedding (laughs) i didn't have a wedding we eloped went to the courthouse but yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm now re- realizing that's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ours was. It was like, and we mainly did it because we were getting married, so my wife could get onto my health insurance, and so we didn't really tell anybody. And yeah. so, and then, yeah, and then I remember telling my parents that we. I was like, oh, we went and got married like six months ago. They're like, oh, we figured you'd probably do something like that. I thought they were going to kill me, but they were just like, oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And hey, it's been 20 years now, so apparently it worked out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, but enough about me. Um, 
what's a what's a song that changed your perspective on an artist for better or for worse i picked eon by neurosis because first time i because i was used to you know earlier neurosis which is you know it's great but um yeah when through silver blood came out and i like really listened to it i was like this is insane This is in like this is crazy that like punk, basically punks made this right. I guess like that is like what was so like intriguing to me. Is, like these are like normal punks that like, <laughs> but this is like, a, a new musical. I mean, yeah, I don't think anyone's like. I mean, maybe since people have tried, but like before that, like no one had like. Done as much with like yeah, and to like have so many. I mean, that's the thing that was like insane to me is like there were so many elements and like it was cool to see a band that was like you know in the like punk world make something that was like oh we're gonna have like bagpipes we're gonna have crazy samples we're gonna have like all these different things like we're gonna multi track all these drums. Uh, So that like blew my mind because I was used to just like. Either like big bands that like had the budget for that, right? Or like punk bands that just like we go in, the four of us record. It takes us two hours, then we're done, right? <laughs> so like to see it be like, oh, we're gonna go like use everything, like go way far out. Like yeah, that really changed a lot for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I always wonder. It's like I always, I always wonder what, what inspires that. To you know, I mean, that switch. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, what? I mean, I'm sure it's got to be like, I'm sure there's like different influences, of course, but yeah, yeah, I wonder if it's like just as simple as being like, I listen to Skinny Puppy and I like this, so therefore I'm gonna like take this one <laughs> aspect and try to like, you know, who knows? Yeah, I, th- there's so much going on here. I always wonder too, it's like, how do you keep track of all of it? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it's insane. Um, and I'm and I'm a total sucker for a song. Like one of the things I really love about this song is how like, it has this intro that does one thing, and then the whole thing shifts into something else. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a song. Oh, yeah. like that. It like, like comes out of nowhere and is like so sick. Yeah, and especially yeah, when it's like in the first part, you're like, oh, this is cool. Whoa, then it's just gone, and then you're like, oh shit, what? <laughs> like, yeah, and and to be able to tie those two things together in a way that somehow makes sense like it's i don't know it seems impossible to me i did it, yeah it's yeah and like to see because we we did a tour with them years ago mm-hmm. and to see noah like set up the sampler and stuff because he like uses the same shit he used in, like the early okay. 90s oh my god that's incredible <laughs> yeah so we'd be like what the fuck and he'd be like yeah i don't know like i think he just like used to it but also like i don't know how to like get it from this to like anything else you know like i think that's probably like a huge process so he's like got like fucking disc and stuff out i'm just like this is insane like operating like this god yeah wow i mean i and i kind of get i i like with my own music and stuff it's like i know how to do things the way i know how to do i feel like there are probably better and easier ways to do things but i don't yeah. know how to do it and i don't this yeah, is how i know exactly. how to do it. um yeah. and and i've had people that are like oh well you should use this i'm like i don't know what that means so 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm too old now to try to, it's like, I, I know how to do what I want to do at this point. I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> I know there's definitely like, especially like musical gear now is I'll see people like people be like, Oh, this is the best thing. And then people be like, Oh, if you're used to like a drum machine, you cannot use this. This is right. like, but then I'll see, I'll have friends that are like not musical at all. They're like, Oh, this is the first thing I bought. And they're like, it's easy. And I'm like, Oh, it's cause you don't have like, yeah. you're not, you're learning this thing. You're not learning yeah <laughs> from like a different like yeah yeah i mean it's like i grew up using a making music on well first on tape decks but then on four tracks and then yeah you know like i see people doing stuff with different like daws and stuff i'm just like i use yeah, mine like a four track <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. Like, i don't know how to like yeah i don't think about it the same way like yeah yeah and, and i've tried and i've even tried and it's just like i gave i my brain was just no, I'm not going to do, we're not going to do this. You just do your own thing, do your thing. And yeah, you're fine. 100%. Um, but yeah, like, uh, so even though like in the context of the song, like to take like, all right, we do this one thing. Now we're going to do this whole other fucking <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's killer. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And I love that they're still doing it the same way. Like 30 years. later. <laughs> that's incredible. I know. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Um, all right. <clears throat> Uh, do you, are you, would you like consider yourself like a lyrics guy? Like a lot of people I have on here, like, oh, I don't really pay attention to lyrics. Do you? Oh, I definitely do. Okay. So yeah. with that, what are, what are your favorite lyrics? Whether it's like a whole song, one line. I mean, we've talked about some great lyrics already, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think probably the most bold lyric you could ever make in a song, which was. From Cop Killer, Party <laughs> Count. I know your family's grieving. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so brazen that it's like you're not. It's like it's almost comical how brutal it is. It is, yeah. I, but it, it is, yeah, so good. Oh, it fucking rules. Man, and this song like doesn't exist any. Yeah, I mean, like, it, anywhere. I mean, it's all you can find it on YouTube. You can find everything on YouTube, but I think. Um, yeah. But it is. I mean, did they take? Did they take it off everything? Like, is it yeah, like, like if yeah, I went and I was looking on, um, like on a streaming service, and you know, it's got the whole album, but it doesn't. That just doesn't have this song. It has everything else, but doesn't have Cop Killer. And and that is, yeah, you know and there's part of me i'm like in 2023 like would people freak out as much about it as they did in like what 92 or th whatever it was i don't know yeah Pro yeah uh, probably because <laughs> it is so i mean yeah it is so <laughs> over the top <laughs> but it is really it's a great song i mean yeah. it's a great song to start with but yeah, that I mean, line is and, like, and just i ice tea in a punk band is like count me like playing a punk song about it's like yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah it is didn't you guys yeah, cover this yeah we did <laughs> we covered uh, on a seven inch we covered this and dead cops by mdc <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> and, uh, cop killing fame <laughs> 
I'm guessing it probably went over easier with your fan base than it did in the wider world of 1992. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no one no one seemed to complain to us. Um, but I do remember when that when it came out and I was I mean, you know, it's the worst thing you can do for a song like that. It just like puts so much attention on it. Um, yeah. and I remember how angry people were. Oh my god. People and I remember like out. Yeah, people were like losing it. And I was like, oh, crazy as a song. And I was like, oh, it's a pretty crazy song. But then like <laughs> year I didn't like even put it together. Years later, I was like, I think Chip was like, that is the craziest line. And I was like, that is <laughs> so insane to like come up with that. Like, I also I killed you and your family said I don't care. <laughs> that is, yeah, that that's like as hardcore as you can get. <laughs> yeah um yeah oh that's awesome that's i love that that's your pick for lyrics that's <laughs> favorite lyrics most hardcore lyrics it all fits um yeah which is uh, yeah it's, i there's i mean i'm sure there obviously there's probably better lyrics out there but in context who can make something that <laughs> that effective yeah <clears throat> i mean yeah and like you said, though, I mean, because I don't even know that I, I don't know. What, I don't remember what year this was. I feel like it was like 92, 93, somewhere around there. Yeah. And I think it, yeah. Like I wasn't paying. I, I, I don't, I guess that was Nirvana was like 91. It was never mind. So like, I was like, really like, that's what I was really into. I was like, really into, I went down that whole like rabbit hole. And so I wasn't really paying attention to what Ice T was like. I would, this, but it's all the controversy around. I was like, I got to hear this. This fucking. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, so good job. Yeah, I think, I think I, I went to the second Lollapalooza and I think that Soundgarden covered it. Maybe oh, without Steve. That's fuck yeah. I think, yeah, I think that is true. But I mean, again, that was, you know, second Lollapalooza again, 1992. So. <laughs> My memory could be wrong. <laughs> well, hey, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's uh, it is the truth because I love that <laughs> idea. So, um, so yes, Lee, what what cover songs better than the original? This is a good one because there's there is a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone chooses Hallelujah, right? Uh, no, cool. that's actually another one that's never come up, and like all on the Watchtowers never come up either. So, um, that is insane. To me. Well, I think. <laughs> I picked the Willie Nelson version of Unchained Melody, which, and I picked it by a small margin. I mean, it's all—I mean, it's also debatable about which version I think is actually better. Um, so, but yeah, that is the Willie Nelson version is. I had, got a sadness that cannot be yeah, matched by the I original. Had, I actually had no idea that this existed. I had never heard Willie's cover of this and it fucking killed me. Yeah. Oh my, like, cause I mean, yeah, like the righteous brothers version is ex- is fantastic. It's, it's yes. A but perfect it, song. Yeah. But it like, it, I don't know. To me, it always felt like kind of larger than life and like this. Yeah. It's just, Oh, it's so, it's like, he's sitting alone in a dark room. Like just, Yeah. Oh God. It is. <laughs> very very good yeah i mean i love uh, you know willie he's one of those people it's like he could i'll listen to him sing anything 
Um, yeah. But he like this, it, this mode is the best like Willie mode. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's got the strings, got everything, but it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good point. Like, yeah, the righteous brother, it's like, they, you can't write another song after that guy. Bro. Yeah. I was really stoked that you picked this. Cause like I said, I was somehow, I totally was unaware that this existed and I, oh, God, I, I remember when I first, like, I listened to it once and I told my wife, I was like, oh my God, you got to listen to this. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's very great. So, okay. So on a completely different tangent here, because <laughs> this is like the opposite of this. Uh, what is the best hype song? Because it sure ain't Willie Nelson's <laughs> Jake <Yeah>. Melody. <laughs> uh, I picked Hip Hop by Dead Press. Hell which yes. Is another song that like, much like Barry and Levy is you can't it's like you can't deny it it's uh-uh. so when it comes on you cannot deny it this is another one that shocks me that's like 25 years old i like, know that is like yeah it, i know i saw like felicia's answers to a lot of these questions and i was like oh wow i'm not really <laughs> old i'm not really old <laughs> i feel that way often doing these i think i'm generally older than people i'm talking to so um yeah, I think like, we're yeah, closer in age, up and I was, so. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, man, she's picked some crazy songs that I have like never heard. Right? <laughs> yeah, there were like there was like bands I'd never. I was like, I don't even know who this is. Um, yeah, and like, but bands that I was like, oh, I've heard that name, but I have never heard what they sound <laughs> <Right>. like. <laughs> yeah, but hip hop, oh my god, it's like one of the all time bangers. And yeah, it's one of those ones. As soon as you hear that, ba- like that bass line and that yeah. beat, you are just like let's fucking go <laughs> yeah it's just, you cannot yeah it's so good i mean you know it's a hell show but there's a reason to use them as from music <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mm, okay i was wondering like this I, I was with this one i was like you could i think someone can make a case this is like the greatest song of all time <laughs> when i was listening to this i was like this is so good <laughs> but yeah it's also again like yeah perfect song like lyrically musically mm-hmm. it is so good yeah uh love it yeah all right well we're we're coming down the home stretch here we got the two quote-unquote big questions left so first what is the song that means the most to you and it's not necessarily the song itself but like you associate it with something or someone or an experience um and so yeah uh i picked the grateful dead version not fade away um that has like a personal meaning to me and my girlfriend we both uh we go we went to a lot of dead company shows together (laughs) she is a like many people a recent more recent convert to the dead um because i think you know like a lot of people think like oh this is like what this music is and i was like no 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 (laughs) and so um, that is i think a also, like when you see like videos of them playing it, because the whole crowd like sings along and stuff, and they'll cut mm-hmm. out and the crowd is still singing. <clears throat> and that is like that moment, there's seeing like the crowd participation for that is like, yeah, can be beat. It's, it's also like the Fela Ginger Baker record. There's a part where like they cut out and the crowd is singing with them. Mm-hmm. And it's like so good. It's like, it's like better than any like, Thing someone could like 
yeah, right on their own, you know, just like the, and yeah, so like that, that song has that. And also I think it's a great song. I mean, you know, Bunny Holly wrote the original or whatever. So right, it's a great song. Do you have, is there like a particular version that is your favorite version? I don't know if there is like, it's, uh, uh, because again, I think the thing I love about it is when they stop and the crowd is singing. Yeah. So anytime, like, cause there's times that it goes on for so long. Um, and also, I mean, being a dead and company shows and it happens and it's like, this is, it's crazy to be like in a communal thing that is mm-hmm. feeling the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that song captures it so well that even like if you're not a fan of the dead or that music at all, that is like an undeniable feeling of like the communal aspect of music that I think is yeah the best part about it. Yeah. Is, have you been, I mean, have you been into the dead for a long time? Yeah. Uh, I've definitely, yeah, I've been, a bit, I was like, an American beauty guy, like, you know, which is like, I think most people can like agree that's a good record. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you're not like into it, but yeah, like I've been full force for quite a while now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like one of these late converts too. Cause I like for, when I, when I was a teenager, like I was really into punk, like had a mohawk. Yeah, and, me too. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, fuck the great, you know, I hated the grateful dead just because it, was like my parents hippie shit was what I thought. And so that I just didn't think about it for a long, even if I, once I'd left, you know, was not. And then I don't know. I mean, I guess it's maybe in the last 10 years or something, but I, people were just like, dude, I know what you listen to. You will love it. Like what? I know. (laughs) And then you do. And you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I know. It's it's, you know, it's like one of the, I mean, the same thing with like reggae. A lot of people be like, I hate reggae. And I'm like, what have you heard this (laughs) right and they're like oh i didn't know it was like this and it's like yeah there's like it's the same thing like there's like and also with the dead is so so much of it is like contextual that it's like Mm -hmm. yeah but if you know like the the stories about what's happening it's like pretty pretty crazy that it's like got made in the first place and like continue to like continue the way it did yeah yeah, no, I, and I do, and I totally with you. Like when the crowd sing it, like that just gets me every time. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so good. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, last question, Lee Buford. What is your favorite song? At least as of right now, what is your favorite song in this moment? <laughs> right now, I uh, I picked the Grants by Lana Del Rey off her new record. Uh, because yeah, I haven't heard a, a song. I think recently. I mean, there's definitely like good music that's being made, mm-hmm. but I think like I haven't heard a song that like really hit me that hard. It's like when that record because that record came out with me and Chip were like driving around the East Coast and stuff, and right. so we would listen to it like on these long drives, and I was like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> like this is like, I mean, I'm a I'm a big Lana fan, but this is like, I feel like she's entered like a weird, like Joni Mitchell phase mm-hmm. that I'm like, Oh, these are like, she's going for like longevity style. Like this is, you yeah. could sing this song in 60 years and it'd be the same. Like, this is so good. Yeah. Uh, so 
I appreciate that aspect. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think all records like so good. Probably my favorite record that came out this year. Um, but yeah, that song is like so so brutal, but also like really beautiful. Um, yeah, that, yeah like, so. one of the things I love about it is too, is like musically, at least like parts of it, there's sort of a lightness to it, but the words are so fucking. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm a, and I'm a sucker for that. Like, you know what it's, there's the Tom Waits quote of like, you know, tell tell me a horrible story with a pretty face or whatever it is. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, Like, yeah. And then like, yeah, the crescendo, like at the end, it's like, Oh my God, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And this is another one of those songs where, you know, like starts, starts out one way and then changes and like, and yeah. And in both parts are, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's both so parts are very good. Yeah, I mean, this, and I think that record, like, there's some, like, definite stuff on it I don't really enjoy as much, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of songs on that record that are, I feel like, a, a more universal feeling than uh, her yeah. earlier stuff. Even though I do love her earlier stuff, too. But, yeah, I feel like it's, like, entered, like, into, like, the songwriter canon of, like, this could be covered a million times by people. Right. And it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. That's awesome. No, that's a really good pick. Um, well, you had a song on your list that we didn't even talk about. And it was the one uh, which, I wanted to talk about. Oh, which one? <laughs> Silver Springs. Oh, yeah. The uh, 1977 yeah. or 1997 <laughs> live version of Silver Springs. Which is the uh, best uh, oh live. My, uh, yeah. 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 Here, new question. What's the best live? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. I have, yeah. Oh my god! I am a, yeah, huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Yeah. Well, and the I, I so the, there was like a whole meme going around. I don't know, or some weird thing. I don't know. There was like like in the last month, where something there was like I don't know if it was an article or what it was, but it was something about yeah. like the Roman Empire thing. Men, no, yeah. no, you know, men think about the Roman Empire yeah. three times a day. I'm like, no, this is my fucking Roman Empire because I think about this <laughs> performance. Like everybody I know is sick of me <laughs> and like, no, you don't understand. Yeah. And it's, oh. I know. Like, have you seen, um, uh, someone posted the like uncut video Yes, when the song is like ending. Yeah. And they're like really right next to each other. Oh my God. I mean, it is. And just like, it, it feels like the, ultimate fucking power move from stevie just start staring like and yeah then, oh my god and there's the part when like the first sort of course happens where i again i've watched this video way too many times oh, yeah. but like yeah Lindsay's kind of like not yeah, looking, looking around and, and then, then she, yeah. there's, she gives him this like quick glance and then you, you realize like oh shit what's about yeah. <laughs> oh my god and she just like staring at him and he finally like looks over oh man it is yeah it's the best it's the best i showed it to i have like an old emo band that got back together and we were in boston playing a show uh this this summer and i was like oh you guys have never seen this so we put it on and they were like holy shit this is insane (laughs) yeah i um i I actually i showed it to my daughter last night because i've so she last week for school she had to write some article about anything she wanted. So she wrote an article about this Taylor Swift song and about like the, all the 
lore behind it. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, she's ready. She's ready for, and, <laughs> and she, she was like, she, you know, I, she kind of was looking at me like, calm down. <laughs> First of all, you're getting way too excited about this. But she, I think she was into it. I mean, she's right now. She's just is. She's like, no, I only listen to Taylor Swift. Like, thank you for yeah showing me this. But and then I found a video. I was like, well, here's Stevie Nicks and Taylor Swift performing together. And so then suddenly she was like, oh, well, that lady seems cool now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, that is. Um, have you heard the? Did you read the, the book about them making rumors that the? I haven't read that book. Yeah, I, it's like it's, I own it. It's on my shelf with like a million yeah. other things. I need to. It's it's really good. It's got a lot of good anecdotes in it. But one of them is like because you know the original song was like ten minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> and they said that they were cutting it. They're like, we can't make a song this long, Stevie. And they're like cutting it and. They said that she was just in the corner bawling as they were like chopping it down. I yeah, I saw I saw an interview with her recently where she's talking about it and she was saying she's like, basically, you're asking me to cut out parts of my life. And yeah. it's like fuck. I um, know. It's like I yeah. I, I mean, live yeah, for I, the Fleetwood Mac. Like it's the trauma. <laughs> it's oh, so yeah, good. I, it's, I yeah, I got I got Lindsay's name tattooed on one of my fingers. I got Stevie's name tattooed on one of my fingers. Oh, that's amazing. I got you... a Stevie portrait on the back of my leg with the Silver Spring lyrics. <laughs> Shit, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I was yeah, on I... a recent episode. I had a, a friend of mine who she's a, actually a pastry chef in New York. But we were talking about Fleetwood Mac, and she was saying how She's like, I feel like you can really, they're like this sort of like pick your fighter band and where you can really learn about people depending on like who, like, who's your person like <laughs> yeah like i mean i love fucking fleetwood mac i like i would listen to stevie sing the phone book there's got one of my favorite videos is her it's like it from i don't know if it's 70s or 80s but she's getting her hair like getting her hair done and she starts yeah. singing wild heart yeah and it's so good and it's so much better than the version that it, it's like god this is the version like why is did you not yeah. make this version but but like i love like the unhinged Lindsay Buckingham thing is like just I love Lindsay so much. Yeah, I saw them. I think maybe the last tour they did all together, mm. and I was surprised how good it was. And yeah. I could tell that Lindsay was like doing weirder stuff. Like you could tell he was like, "Okay, we're playing these songs. I'm gonna play them." <laughs> kind of weird. And so awesome. it was like really, yeah, it was really interesting. I was like, "Oh, this rocks!" That it's not just them like cover band style just playing right. the song man and so like they did big love and it was like really like heavy which oh, is like wow. i feel like it's kind of a heavy song yeah. already but like they extended the ending and it was i was like man this fucking rocks like they were like coming out swinging that is awesome and i think that was like probably the reason they didn't want him to be in the band you know? <laughs> he was like <laughs> pushing it in a way that i think like yeah. normal people are probably like this is what i'm used to listening to uh, yeah. but it was fucking really good like i was surprised how good it was yeah that's uh, awesome. yeah yeah well, i think that was like 2015 or something yeah man yeah well i i had to bring it like i said i could probably do a whole show just talking about this song and this performance uh because yeah it it's is, just so good that's like part of the reason why uh we're on thrill jockey is because we played some show and bettina who owns thrill jockey mm-hmm. is a huge fleetwood mac fan too and i think i was wearing a fleetwood mac shirt she was like Oh, this rocks like a metal guy like sleeping back. And so she like wrote us and I was just like, Oh yeah. And then we were just like like yeah. nerding out about sleeping back for like hours. And then like 
even now, like when, when anything like comes up or something, she'll like always send it to me and be like, oh, it's a new record coming out. Like a new, <laughs> a new version of something's coming out. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. That's like our, our, our main thing is Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fleetwood Mac yeah. is part of the body lore. So, uh, oh, 100%, yeah. can't get any better than that. Well, if there, not. there's not a better place to end this, this is like the perfect ending <laughs> yeah. to a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for doing this. So the record is yeah, out thank on you. February. God, it's like 20th, 23rd. God, I I think, yeah, 20th or something. Some, somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, this <laughs> yeah. episode, like it's, it'll come out the Tuesday before it comes out. That's what I know. I've talked to the label about. So anybody who's okay. listening by the record, it fucking rips. Um, and hopefully, yeah, you guys, there'll be tour news at some point and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, man. Thanks. And thanks for, yeah, just thanks for making this work. And uh, this is awesome. Fuck yeah. I'm going to go like watch that video now of Silver Spring. I know. Again. I probably, probably will listen to somebody. <laughs> <songs right now. laughs> all right, man. Have a good one. All right. You too. Thanks all so right. much. See ya. Bye. Once again, thank you to Lee. Thank you to Felicia. Thank you to Thrill Jockey. Thank you for making this whole thing happen uh, these last two episodes. I hope you all ha- liked it as much as I did. And again, by the record. Um, you can, of course, find all of Lee's picks in the link in the show notes. You can find me on... Twitter, Instagram, you know, the whole drill, all over the place. I don't know. Shoot me an email. You can also sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash foxdigitalis. If you like these episodes, you get a little bit more uh, with each one, and you get them a week early and some other stuff. And, you know, for as little as three bucks a month, helps support the cause, helps support the site, helps support the show. I feel like I just said support's really weird. I don't know. Saying that a bunch of times in a row was, I don't know. <laughs> and, hey, if that's... You know, and if that's not your thing, that's cool. Take that three bucks or five bucks, whatever, and put it towards buying a copy of the Disfig and the Body Album. Because it'll melt your face. And who doesn't want to get their face melted? I, I mean, I don't, but sometimes I do. Okay. Uh, anyway, thanks y'all for listening. And until next time, keep on listening to whatever the hell you want. <laughs>